0: John Lim here and we're moving forward today with Mark Guberti, an entrepreneur, digital marketing expert and author of 12 books. He is host of the podcast series Breakthrough Success and on top of everything else, Mark has a following of over 300,000 on Twitter. You can learn more at his blog markguberti.com. How are you today, Mark? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me. Oh, uh, Thanks so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us. We got connected through a mutual acquaintance, Mary Fernandez, who I think the world of. She's awesome, and I know that she's been on uh, your podcast and vice versa. It's just really cool to make these connections. I love it. Well, Mark, I, one thing that I left out of the intro, how old are you? Uh, 19. Wow. And when did you start? I mean, I'm so excited to learn about your story. So when did you start exploring the world of digital marketing?
1: I first got started as an 11-year-old. I created a blog about the Boston Red Sox because a New Yorker who cheers for the Boston Red Sox, I mean, that's just a bad mix. It's doable, (laughs) but... (laughs) Obviously, it would have been easier if I'm just a Yankee fan. I just fit in but Red Sox are my team Yeah, so I created this blog to interact with Red Sox fans and As I wrote more blog posts, I developed a love for blogging and that evolved into Writing a lot of different uh, blog posts for a lot of different blogs and then somehow I'm like Okay, I'm gonna use social media to promote this and then I fell in love with social media. So I really enjoyed blogging. I really enjoyed social media. That's how I eventually went into digital marketing because it's just a blend of those and so much more.
0: yeah, absolutely i mean and it's it's so cool. I mean, did you have any i mean did you have any experience before you started writing that first blog? I mean, what was your uh knowledge and exposure to blogs? I mean, had you read them before, or is this just uh, an idea that just kind of popped into your head?
1: This was really an idea, spurred the moment idea that just popped into my head i mean i've read stuff on the web before at that point i wasn't an active blog reader of anything at the most i've read like mlb.com at that point so i wouldn't say i was serious and committed about the whole blocking thing this was just something that started out as a hobby yeah and i really enjoyed doing it
0: yeah, and then talk about. I mean, you've written twelve books. I mean, you have written on so many different topics uh, related to digital marketing. Talk about writing your first book.
1: The first book took a really long time because mm-hmm. I had no idea how to like write it efficiently. So, like, I didn't know about uh, mind map, outlining, um, all the stuff that I know now. Yeah, and. After- first I saw this as like such a big thing to do like this was gonna take forever like I felt like this was a milestone that you couldn't really reach it was just like staring at you and felt impossible but when I hit the publish button and I got my first book out and that book took forever I got the second book done in about a month because I feel like when you do it the first time it just becomes so
0: much easier to do it again and again. And what compel? I mean, what inspired you to write that first book? Was this a, a goal that you'd had all along or was this part of your development as you were learning more about digital marketing?
1: I had been writing a lot of blog posts at that point and providing the value and that was at the stage where I'm thinking to myself, okay, I, I'm providing people with a lot of value. I should be making money off of what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, Money like didn't become the primary focus but like, I should get something for all the value I'm providing. So that's what inst- helped inspire me to write my first book, and that like basically snowballed into the other ones. It was I'm providing all this value. I have to have some type of method to make revenue based on the value that I am providing.
0: And Mark, I got to ask you, I mean, when you started that first blog post at age 11 on the Boston Red Sox, did you ever imagine that just, you know, a couple of years later, you would be snowballing into digital marketing and writing your first book?
1: I I mean, I'd be a really good liar if I told you (laughs) I had seen this all envisioned out from like start to finish. Yeah. So I I
0: had no idea. Wow, that's amazing. Well, Mark, I'm curious to ask you. I mean, as you know, part of any career, any entrepreneurial venture, you're going to sometimes face setbacks. You're going to sometimes hit roadblocks. And sometimes you're going to feel like things just completely fall apart. So I'm curious to ask you. I know you're still on the journey and you're doing great things. But have you had any of those so far? And can you share one with Moving Forward listeners?
1: I've certainly had a moment where, I mean, I feel like we all have these types of roadblocks that stand in our way. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of a train wreck right now, but it's not, it's, it's pretty difficult for me to think of an absolute train wreck. Yeah. I feel like it's just a series of events. Like Like looking back, they don't feel like train wrecks, but in the moment, It feels like a train wreck, so it's hard for me to think about something specific really bad that happened. I mean, obviously, if, like, website goes down or, like, people hack into it, like, that's a train wreck in the moment. But I, you don't really think about that months like later on.
0: Sure, sure. But it sounds like you've I mean, you've experienced uh, what a lot of us do on this journey is that you, you'll you'll experience a, a series where sometimes you will have the occasional setback. And at the time, it just seems so huge. But you just keep pushing forward. You keep moving forward. And then in, in looking back, it doesn't seem so bad.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's definitely true. I mean, pushing forward is really the only option. I mean, you could like sit down, recollect, and then move forward, but you have to move forward regardless. I mean, no matter how difficult something is, you make it as difficult or as easy as you want it to be. Absolutely.
0: And that's something moving forward listeners. I think Mark has hit on something that is so important that we want, that we have a lot of our guests have shared is that you're going to have those moments. It's going to be, sometimes it's going to be difficult. Sometimes it'll feel like a train wreck, but those are the moments that are going to that, you know, that are going to test you and push through that. And that's how you're going to grow. I absolutely love it, Mark. So at one point, Did everything that you're doing stop being a hobby and just start becoming more of a a professional entrepreneurial track? I mean, was there a moment for you when the light bulb just sort of went off and everything just sort sort of started making sense to you?
1: Um, I would say that I still enjoy doing my work, but there was a moment when the light bulb clicked in. That was when I created my Squidoo account. Mm-hmm. Uh, Squidoo, Squid, and then two O's at the end. It's not around anymore. Now they're like a part of hub pages. But back when Squidoo was a thing, I created so much content for them and I got paid for it. It was like one of the first times where like I was providing value and finally getting paid for it. And I was like, hey, if I provide more value, if I create more content – I'm gonna make more revenue, right? So I learned that lesson where like you provide more value, you get more revenue, and you like build out your audience over time. So that that whole experience was definitely when the light bulb switch went off, and that like Squidoo was uh, founded by Seth Godin, which is why I am such a big fan of his. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, you know the whole story.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know you've had Seth on your show, which is fantastic. Talk a little bit about your journey with podcasting. I mean, you have a fantastic show breakthrough success. Talk a little bit about what I mean, was that just the natural extension of you having done a lot of blogs and then written the books? The podcast
1: is quite a funny story, actually, because I had tried three times, twice failed. Third one is uh, the breakthrough success. And when I say failed with like the other two ideas, it was like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast and then it never happens. Oh, interesting. So for some reason, I have like this barrier I set up for myself where the podcast, like for some reason, would just never happen. Hmm. So the reason breakthrough success came about is because you ever have a moment where you do something before you completely think about it?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I try to have those at least once a day, but yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) So I sent out emails to five potential guests who I wanted to have on my show. I sent out all these emails before thinking, uh, how do I do a podcast? How do I interview people? How do I like even make a podcast a podcast like what do I do with these recordings so I contacted these people before even knowing what to do and I'm like okay if none of them say yes this is destiny it it shouldn't be happening enough of them said yes I was committed I realized I had to contact more people because for a podcast launch you want to have at least three episodes yeah so I contacted more people as they said yes and that's what got me to hustle and figure out all these different like technicalities of how to start a podcast. I was doing like hours of reading every single day on podcasting for about a week.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like that, that thing where you jump off the cliff, you got to build the wings on the way down. And I, I love it. Yeah. And it just sounded like the snowball effect of getting the guests. And I mean, my, my story is somewhat similar. I mean, I just kind of jumped into podcasting without fully knowing what I was getting into and just trying to learn it as I was going. And I, I mean, it just, I love that story, Mark. And And I've said it before to Moving Forward listeners. I mean, if you want to create some content what I love about your story, Mark, is that you have not had a lot of the hangups that so many of us have. And, and yet, you know, there was this little roadblock with the podcast, but the, the forces kind of came to play that kind of pushed you to do it. Hey, this is, this is something you got to do. You got guests. You've got an audience that's counting on you. And I absolutely love it. Great lesson for moving forward. Thank you. Well, Mark, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? I am ready. All right, let's do it. One of my favorite parts of the show, this is where our guests share three game-changing resources and tips that can inspire our listeners to move forward. So, Mark... I'm really excited to ask you this. As someone who has done so much in the world of digital media and digital marketing, has there been a particular source? And I know you talked about Seth Godin. He's a great source of inspiration. But has there been a particular movie, book, song, or cultural experience that has inspired you to move forward?
1: All right, I'll get this one out of the way and then go into like my main one. So like Think and Grow Rich, great book. I know a lot of people say that, so I'm going to give a different answer, but definitely Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Um, One book that I read a while ago, but it has still had such a big impact on me is The Compound Effect, mm. which is basically the basic idea behind the book is all the little things you do that seem unnoticeable, they all add up. So if you're spending like 15 minutes a day, uh, let's say writing show notes, for instance, um, that's almost two hours every week. And that's like something close to 60 hours a month. And like, it's crazy how all these things add up and there's a lot of like mindset stuff in there too. So the compound effect was a really great book for me. You don't have to be a digital marketing or expert or in this field in order to seek the value and get that value from the book.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good share. Recommend if you have one, and I'm excited to ask you this, Mark. Do you have a particular favorite app, website, or productivity practice that has proven to be a real game changer for you?
1: My favorite tool uh, when it comes to the digital marketing side is Hootsuite because it makes (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It makes the scheduling easy. I mean, I feel like though, people don't use it this way to make themselves more productive because on social media, you've got the trending topics section. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you get very easily distracted by that while trying to do good things for your brand. But Hootsuite could set up different streams that are custom. So like you could have a whole stream on Hootsuite that is just of people mentioning your account. So Instead of having to, let's say, go on Twitter, then click on notifications and scroll through, hope you don't get distracted by the trending topics, you have it all in your Hootsuite dashboard. You can reply to people all the same without all the distractions.
0: Oh, that's great. Great, great share and great practice as well. And Mark, I'm excited to ask you, I mean, as someone who does so much, continues to grow and do so much, how do you recharge your batteries or reboot when you just feel like you're up against the wall or hitting a roadblock?
1: there are a few things I like to do. One thing I've been doing like very recently, like this is like, I've been against this for a really long time. Sometimes when I'm feeling really exhausted, I'll take a 20 minute nap because that's enough where, um, you feel awake when you get up since, you know, you're, you're napping, but you're also not napping too long, like 40 or 50 minutes, because if you wake up like 40 to 50 minutes later, you mess up with your sleep cycle. I know it's like 90 minutes. I don't know like the full details. I just know it's 90 minutes, but you mess your sleep cycle over if you nap too long. So that's helped me. Another thing is I'll dedicate one day of the week to do nothing but read books. Yeah. So like I'll run also and stuff like that to, um, for fitness and like other things, but outside of work and that like one day a week, basically I'd say 90% of it goes to reading books.
0: That's awesome. That's great. And then do you have a particular book that, uh, that you're reading now that you want to share with Moving Forward listeners?
1: Um, I recently read The Go-Giver, which is a really great book. And it's basically more about you got to give to people in order to become successful. Yeah. It's a really great book written by
0: Bob Berg. Awesome. Hey, Moving Forward listeners. You can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Mark, are you ready to do a little time travel? Sure. All right. We're going to step into our time machine here, and let's go back a couple of years. Go back to a moment in which maybe you were almost at a turning point. Maybe you were hitting a roadblock or you had one of those moments that seemed uh, difficult at the time In retrospect not so bad. What is one lesson tip or piece of advice that you would give to your past self that you wish you had known then?
1: sometimes bad things happen um but even though they happen it can sometimes be for good so I'm thinking of the time I got cut from soccer in high school Mm -hmm. and I ended up doing cross country uh instead to try and get better and like be ready for sophomore year and I ended up really enjoying cross country so much that like I did all four years of it in high school and now I'm in the process of doing it in college as well.
0: That's awesome. That's great. And how do you think your younger self would have responded to that advice?
1: Um, like after the cut, I feel like the advice wouldn't have come through on the first day, but thinking about it a few days later, it would have come through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's sound advice and great advice for moving forward listeners. Mark, how can our listeners connect with you and learn about all of the great work that you're doing?
1: On almost all of my social media accounts, it is at Mark Guberti, M-A-R-C, and then Guberti, G-U-B-E-R-T-I. My website is markguberti.com, and if you want my free ebook 27 Ways to Get More Retweets on Twitter, um, you can go to markguberti.com
0: backslash retweets. Awesome, and we'll have all of that on the write-up. Mark, I'm going to have you close out the show, so using no more than three or four words— What parting wisdom would you like to pass on to Moving Forward listeners?
1: Always chase your dreams. Awesome.
0: I love it. Moving Forward listeners, great advice from Mark. Mark, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today to share your story and your knowledge bursts so that our listeners can be inspired to move forward.
1: It was a pleasure, John.
0: And remember, Moving Forward listeners, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.